When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And him, Matt Ford. (laughs) (laughs) Immediate improv. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and indeed lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. Let me tell you, uh, listeners as well, he also ad-libbed the word indeed there. That's not on the script. So Mm -hmm. Matt Ford's had his Vimto this week and he's ready. This is the uh, second episode this week. Let's start by having a chat about the FPL Cup and a tweet. From Pete, uh, a Petey tweet. Uh, it says, can I ask why you've not mentioned the FPL League Cup? Do you even know it exists? Well, we did reference it a number of weeks ago. Our fixtures took place this week. Um, I'm afraid, Matthew, you went out of the cup uh, at round of 16 stage. Yeah, uh, when was to that? This week. Oh. Um, so the cup was announced uh, a while back. The fixtures were this week. You scored 37 points and you were beaten by the 49 points of our producer, Danny Carr. Oh, no way. So you've been knocked out by your own. How I, do you feel about on. that? Hang on. Was, is that pure chance or do you only get picked against people in your same league? Oh, you get picked against people in your same league. So oh, that's the say, league cup the is, is, is a little bit of fun within your league. It's not gone well for us at all this week. I was drawn against the Flying Piglets managed by Russell Howard and took an absolute hammer in there. 64 points he got this week. Um, Emily Dean. Out of the cup. No way. Um, second in our league, out of the cup, beaten by Richard Osmond's Saturday Murder Club. And then how's this for a fixture? My wife, Lucy Beaumont, drawn against Leeds United's Patrick Barford. <gasps> Are you having that as a round of 16 Wow. Uh, she won. So she has knocked out England international Patrick Bamford. Wow. In, in what has to be one of the lowest uh, scoring rounds of the uh, uh, games of the round, 17 points to 15, which is, is he not still great. playing? Is he still playing? He's not playing. No, he's not engaging. He's uh, he's getting he's working his way back to fitness for the last two games, which sadly looks like they might be crucial. Uh, victories for Alex Brooker, Ian Sterling, league leader, battered. By Joe Wilkinson's Hemorrhoid Wednesday, 69 points to 23. Sterling's had a shocker this week. Um, Can only assume he's doing the same as the rest of us, and he's got his eye on next week. So did you make a substitution this week? No, no, I totally forgot. I forgot to touch it at all. Right, so you've got two going into next week as well. Very interesting. I mean, this is really the big one, isn't it? Yeah. Double double game weeks for almost everyone. Mm. I mean, there could be some absolute, to bring back an old feature, some point monsters this week. Ooh, Leeds United uh, with games against Chelsea and Arsenal. Uh, yucky. Oh, what's the matter with that? Well, we're going to get 
beaten. Oh, but I should yucky be positive, is a shouldn't I? Yucky, pooey, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but even the kings of the game week this week, usually your kings of the game week is, you know, you're looking at some real heavy scorers. It wasn't a particularly good game week, was it? I mean, you know, if you've got um, Aston Villa and Brighton players in the uh, kings of the game week team, it probably hasn't been a vintage week. Basuma in there, Welbeck in there, Rob Bloody holding hell. eight points at centre-half, Dinia in the Kings of the Game Week. So you had a King of the Game Week player on your bench. Ooh, I know. If but he did come in because you had three players not play. So you had Alexander-Arnold not play. You had um, know, Lacazette what? not play. Well, Lacazette didn't play. Alexander-Arnold yeah. didn't play. And Harvey Barnes didn't play. So, so all happens. three of your bench players will come in. Is that right? Um, so Brogia, Ramsey, and Dina all come into your final points tally. Do they? Yeah, absolutely. I did not know that rule, John. I mean, Isn't that incredible? 50 weeks in. Yeah. And I'm still, still learning. learning. Still learning. I and still winning, that. depressingly. You're sort of like Forrest. You're sort of not really doing anything, but you seem to be on this run of form. But hang on. Is that... You know what I'm like? Was it Rockefeller who's like, make money while you sleep or whatever? Yes. One of those people. That I'm like that with FPL. I'm so good at FPL. I'm scoring points even when my players aren't playing. I'm scoring points and I'm not even touching the app. I've become the yeah, rock I mean, of FPL. You've, you've gone league. down in the league this week to 12th and you're behind Joe Wilkinson, whose team, just to remind you, is called Hemorrhoid Wednesday. So, I, I, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I might slightly postpone some of the Rockefeller references. He scored he 69 points weeks. this week. It's incredible. He captain Kane, he yielded 12. He, yeah. He's a very good FPLer. Is, uh, so is did Joe our Wilkinson. producer. Who put you out of the cup? That decision, Harry Kane's goal, put you out mm. of the cup. Well, I'm just happy for Harry Kane because you know I, the background, certainly with Forrest not being in the Premier League yet, for me is always what's the best for the England team. So when England players are doing well, I'm always happy. Which is why mm. when people try and injure Jack Grealish, me no likey. Calvin Phillips also plays for England, and nobody was trying to injure Jack Grealish. I think what they're trying to do is win the ball back, and Leeds United players were unaware that that is illegal in the modern game. The protection that these top four teams <laughs> think they're entitled to is sickening. The game has gone, and frankly, the who cares what happens? Gone. The game's gone, mate. It's absolutely over. When people say that, the game's gone, isn't it? The game's you know, gone. Gone where? What do you mean? I hate that phrase. Gone to Saudi Arabia, mate. Have you not seen the news? Well, yeah. that's a fair point. And Everton, who won, and let's be wow. honest, Mega cheated off the pitch. So Everton fans outside the Chelsea Hotel at 20 <laughs> to 3 in the morning, <laughs> launching fireworks for an hour and a half. I mean, absolutely unbelievable. Frankly, points should be deducted. There would have been dogs in that area. I'm assuming the, the, the Chelsea players were playing in a sort of stay in a built up area in the hotel. You know, the, 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 the misery caused to dogs and cats of this selfish behaviour of the Everton fans is it's unacceptable. The, yes, but it's the sort of thing you would love if Leeds did it. I mean, this is the sort of thing that Leeds do, isn't it? Absolutely not. We, we have players fireworks. during the game. We had There were three players launched from the Manchester City end. We're yes, getting in trouble well. for throwing well. a piece of paper and they launched flares onto the pitch. If you're throwing a flares which are illegal, let's be clear, that is not okay. You either smuggle pyrotechnics into a stadium and are unpunished or you simply return for the purposes of recycling cardboard which has been provided to you i mean just i'll say it <laughs> again the game you. has gone the game has gone game's gone mate is this what you're saying after the game on saturday game's gone 
game's gone, mate. I ended up, I got a hotel on Saturday because uh, my wife had friends staying, so I didn't come back to the house to uh, urinate on their chips the way I urinated on Gareth Southgate's shoes. Um, <laughs> I sat up drinking in the hotel on my own. Nice. Or there was a man in that hotel bar who is quite sincerely the most objectionable prick I have ever had the misfortune of being in the company of. It was like watching a sort of horrific drama, hearing the conversation he was having with the woman he was with, to the point where I told myself, if he goes to the toilet, I'm going to go up to her and say, he's the worst human being I've ever met in my entire life. And I think you should leave. Oh, my um, God. What, what sort of stuff are we talking? Just the most pompous, middle-class shit. T- I was telling her about <laughs> feminism. He was telling her about trans rights. Um, oh, constantly asking. You know when people do that thing where they ask questions that they know the other person doesn't know the answer to? Like, I mean, are, are you familiar with the uh, ins and outs of the uh, Zurich Treaty? You're like, come on, mate. It's 20 to 1. And what, what do you think their dynamic was? Brother and sister, husband and wife? Well... No, I stayed listening for a long time just to, because I was genuinely going to intervene. I, you know, it was it was a perfectly normal scenario. She'd finished her drink. He laboured. He had about two sips left. It was, you know, when someone puts a glass on the edge of a table and it's just Ooh. overlapping. He had two sips left of his drink. And I stayed there and had two pints <laughs> in the time that he nursed these two sips. I say she spoke about three times during oh, hate, this. And it was the most unbearable right wing supposedly informed but all taken off twitter crap i've ever heard and he didn't go to the toilet absolutely unbearable wow yeah i was absolutely livid and what, what were you how close were you to intervention oh no, no question in my mind if he'd gone to the toilet i would have said look i'm 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 leaving now but i just want you to know don't ever come for a drink with this man again he's just <laughs> he's thick he's arrogant He's just an absolute tool. He didn't even notice. Just as a social thing, it's not a man-woman thing, it's not a date thing. If you notice that the person you're with doesn't have a drink and you carry on talking for three quarters of an hour, you're just not a good human being. Yes, That's totally just agree. bad social etiquette. Do you totally want another agree. drink? Give them the opportunity to say, no, I don't. I want to leave. You're a tool. Are you that man? Do you know him? Email us. Hello at cpfpl.com. Put your side he of the story. He doesn't listen to this. No, but someone he doesn't knows listen my... to this. People will... I'll tell you what, I bet there there be was no one else there. There was no one else there. Nice, quiet bar. Yeah, but maybe you do know that Leeds-based tool. Um, <laughs> absolute. I, I, it annoyed me that he had a job. It annoyed mm. me that he had people willing to join him for a drink on a Saturday evening. And it annoyed me that Manchester City had won 4-0. Although I have to say, perhaps, oh. latterly, that one is not his fault. No, but it's good to take it out on someone. Uh, John in Northampton, speaking of taking things out on people. Mm. Hi, guys. Hi. Love the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and after hearing suggestions of the end of season forfeit, thought I would chime in. Uh, first Ooh. email I think we've had with the phrase chime in, like it, with an obvious and the greatest punishment. So this is your end of season forfeit. Okay. I suggest a tattoo of the now infamous Vinnie Vandermeet. <laughs> this would determine how genuine Matt's love for Vinnie and the podcast really is. Keep up the good work, John, in Northampton. You having that? Never, never accept a challenge like that. Never accept the framing that if you love something enough, you will get it forever inked on your flesh. Uh, Mm -hmm. That is an abusive mindset. Also, as an eczema sufferer, 
it's a real no-no for me. People know that I love Vinny. I don't need to prove my love um, to the wonderful Vinny by getting his face etched on me forever. So I'm very sorry. But for medical reasons, medical and ethical, it's a mm-hmm. big old no. Sorry, mate. Uh, Mark. Hi, Mark. From Shrewsbury. Nice. Loser for the season has to be the team mascot at a game. Could be their team or the others. Now, I don't think I trust you to be the team mascot at Leeds, such as your hatred for the this good team of good men trying their best. <laughs> no, no, I no, I've got would, a lot of love for Leeds. You would use that opportunity the minute you were inside Lucas the Copcat, you would go on a spree, a crime spree, that would seek to sully the good name of Dirty Leeds. I can't be <laughs> the mascot of Forest, but I think if we were to put a shout out, you know, we could maybe pull some strings, get you to be a mascot at a game. England game. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Have a word with Gareth next time you're having a waz next to him. I'd love <laughs> yeah. to lead the lads out. What is the England? Is it that lion? Is it still that lion from Euro oh, those ones. I think meant the ki- Rory? I thought you meant the kids who like, hold the hands of the players. That's what I want to do. As they walk oh, out really? onto the pitch. Okay. Yeah. Like a child mascot, Who's... like the one that I was. Well, if you hold Jack Grealish's hand, he'll roll around on the floor for 20 minutes saying you've dug your fingers into his nails. He's trying to take my hand off. I was already walking onto the pitch and he's trying to take my hand off. Referee. <laughs> We've got an email here from Steve Espley, uh, again, mm-hmm. to the end of season forfeit. He's got a few suggestions. Matt has to take a two-week break at Barry Island. Mm-hmm. Very hard to do with my diary. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, so busy, mate. Matt has to give all his knots very nice. Forest Lovely. memorabilia to a Derby charity shop. Mm, no chance. Master, only eat McDonald's every day until the start of the season. <sighs> That's six weeks. How long did Morgan Spurlock do? He Wasn't only it a month? month, didn't he? And yeah. he nearly ended up in hospital. Yeah. Master, go teetotal until next season. No chance. Master, write an FPL song and promote it on YouTube. Not bad. Master, wrestle with Donald Duck at Disneyland. That would get me arrested. Matt has to like invest it. in and promote a listener's guest out. I mean, the song, maybe. Maybe maybe it could be like, do you remember when, um, who was it? Was it a guy called, there was a girl called Frankie, and was it a guy called Adrian, and they had those songs. It was like, fuck what I did, it don't mean shit now, fuck their presents, you can chuck them all out. And then she did one, uh, like a reply song, was F-U-R-B, fuck you right back. Do you remember that? Not at all. It was like a manufactured chart beef by through two people we'd never heard of. Frankie and Adrian. She was definitely called Frankie, and her song was called F-U-R-B, and it was a response to his song, which was a profane. Here we go, Frankie Ferb. Yeah, but you need to listen to this. What is Nicole it? Francine Aiello, known by the yeah. stage name Frankie, is an American model and R&B singer known mainly for her 2004 single, F-U-R-B. Um, topped the charts in the UK in 2004. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amen. Amen, that was it, not Adrian. So maybe I could do that. I could do a response to your FPL song. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like enough of it. That's more of a weekly forfeit, I, I think, agree. than an end of season. I, I don't know. At the moment, I, mean, I, I do like the team mascot thing. I like, even if only we know. If if listeners to the podcast get to watch footage of you, I mean, it would be uh, perhaps there's a team with a mascot that's a duck. Perhaps you could have a pint with yourself. And we could wrap up two forfeits. Okay. Football team mascot duck. duck. Also, I do want to actually have a pint with a duck. I really do want to do that. Okay, so there is a team um, with a duck as a mascot, and they are based in America, Oregon. Yes. Yeah. The Oregon Duck is the mascot of the University of Oregon Ducks athletic program based on Disney's Donald Duck character. Um 
granted a special license agreement to use the character. It does look a lot like Donald Duck. Wears a green and yellow costume and a beanie cap with the word Oregon written on it. Wow. Well, um, let's do it. It'd be cool to go to America, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm not Do we have willing. any listeners in Oregon? Get in touch. Hello at cpfpl.com. No, I'm trying to Google to see if there's a, a more local one. Why don't you type in British? Yeah, I've put UK, actually. UK, okay. Turd. Okay, Top so 15 could... mascots in English soccer. There's a swan. Cyril okay. the swan. Yeah, that's cool. Um, for Swansea. Would you go down to Swansea? Yeah, Billy the badger at Fulham. Chaddy the owl at Oldham. Uh, Wolfie at Wolves. Rammy, whose mascot is called Derby. Rammy. Derby County. That doesn't not count. That. Uh, well, it's not, oh. nowhere near. Preston North End, the Deepdale Dock. <gasps> Amazing. Amazing. This duck holds the record for being the first mascot to be sent off. Has created a reputation for himself so much that clubs have tried to have him banned from their football grounds. The Preston mascot has the ability to wind anyone up and possibly incite riots. I mean, if that isn't you, I don't know what is. Yes. Well, this is it. We've got to do it. And Preston, actually, not too bad for you. I could get the train up from London. You know, when, no, when not we a get bad commute. We can uh, get the uh, get up to Morecambe afterwards and get drunk with my father. Yes. Um, here we go. Deepdale Duck is the club's official mascot, as proved in previous seasons. A rather mischievous duck. Great with kids. <laughs> <laughs> Always makes a special effort to entertain all the fans home and away. Deepdale Duck will be around all home match days, and you can find out where he'll be at what time on the day of a game by looking out for our posters in the family stand. Let's do duck it. Duck is Let's a regular on a match day. There we go. Oh, he's on Twitter. <gasps> Deepdale Duck. Let's have a look. Deepdale right, Duck. I'm going to get in there now. He's got... How many followers do you think he's got? Uh, 3,000. Whoa! 2,654. Oh, God. I mean, that's as close to getting it right. Hello, everyone. I'm the mischievous daft duck, barmy mascot of Lancashire's finest, Preston North End, the Deepdale Duck. I just followed it. There we go. All right. So, maybe we're on. Also, I reckon that duck will know where other ducks are because they'll go... We'll have done, like... They'll have done charity stuff with actual ducks. So, he will be our... Yeah. ...in to the duck world if nothing else i would say that is that is the duck you need to have a pint with yes but i also do actually want just for my own satisfaction to really have a pint with the duck so once my time starts to become you know less work-based then i will have a pint with Deepdale duck but i would also i genuinely would love to have a pint with the duck it would give me genuine personal pleasure all right then well, it's it's an achievable dream and we must make it happen. We must indeed. So we move on now to uh, animal weapon location. Animal weapon uh, location. I'm sure Roy Hodgson popping in there. Oh, what? Um, it's uh, It's got to be a podcast in its own right at some point, hasn't mm. it? Animal weapon location. Now, w- what's happening here is people are sending in quite um, sort of specific locations, which I think, although they're funny to read, they're sort of difficult. Yeah. Um, for you to do okay. um, because it's a place we've referenced before so we do get a lot in uh, we save them and keep them so do keep them coming in they're, they're a joy to read if nothing else because it conjures up the image immediately but this week we're going with Mark Faulkner's choice okay. um, are you are you centred are you ready yeah animal frog place <laughs> Barry Island weapon <laughs> musket <laughs> Okay. Okay, really just enjoying okay, the so image. A frog in Barry Island with a musket. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meep, 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 meep. 
Has he got a printer? <laughs> oh, bloody hell, I can't believe it. It's a bloody frog with a musket. <laughs> oh, God, when I throw my guts, damn you, frog, and damn all your ancestors and successors. <laughs> Kill me with a bloody musket. Go. Are you out? Are you safe? I don't, it's like sort of waking up a sleepwalker. I don't like to interrupt you when you're yeah, in I get it, very, uh, um, in case you get stuck there. I'm never sure where the story's going to go. I'm, I'm basically led by the spirits. Yeah. Now, I I thought a musket was a, a sort of shotgun. Oh, I thought... I'm... But you've gone with a sort oh, of... Are you thinking of a I bayonet? I'm thinking of a bayonet. Oh, the frog was um, chipping. Do you, what, do you want to redo the mime? Or are we just to imagine that the frog has somehow sharpened the end of the musket and used it as a, as a different weapon? Is it... Some sort of weird frog. Okay, I'll go again. So you're getting two for one here. Oh, wow. Okay. You're going back in. I am. I wonder if the spirits will guide me. Do you want a different different location and animal to go with the, the weapon? Mm. or? Yeah, go on. All right, then. Um, so I will take uh, F1LH44 suggestion of a giant panda in the Vatican City. <laughs> <laughs> with a musket. With a musket, yeah. Ah, uh, dominoes. <laughs> what the bloody hell? <laughs> it's a bloody panda. A bloody panda. Hello, Dominus. Hello, Jesus Christi. Sistine Chapel. Mary. A bloody panda shot the pop. <laughs> First uh, blasphemous edition there of uh, animal weapon location. Wow. Um, I'm not sure what was most offensive. You you sort of creating the image of the Pope being shot or the accent that you did for residents of the Vatican City. Um, well, I guess we'll I see. I was channeling genuine Italian people from the Dormeo advert. <laughs> Now, this is an odd serendipity that we have to reference as well. So last week we were having a conversation about um, people missing events for crazy mm. reasons, specific reference to footballer injuries. And this week, uh, Hartlepool United midfielder Mark Shelton missed a game because he got a cotton wool bud stuck in his ear. Um, yeah, he had dizziness. I've never been a user of the cotton wool bud. I, I think it's weird. Why? Well, jamming it in there and twisting it all around. I just think your your body takes care of stuff like that, doesn't it? You know, to get in there well, and get on. it out. A good shower. That's like anti-medicine, isn't it? That's like saying, oh, why are you taking those tablets for a chest infection? Your body sorts that stuff out, doesn't it? Of course you need help. No, but you can't get in there and rinse your chest oh, out, can you? I, I mean, the ear is, you shouldn't be sticking stuff in your ear. It's a delicate yeah, organ. Just a bit of cleaning's fine. I love a cotton bud in the ear. In fact, I sometimes use pen lids. You know, the sharp bit of the pen oh, lid just to really scrape You're going to end up deaf. You are. You're going to end up deaf. <laughs> I just, I love getting stuff in there. There's a part of the ear that obviously is so satisfying to just brush with a cotton bud. So what oh, do you do then? Oh, no. Do you know Russell Howard's a fan of that? I don't. I don't. You shouldn't stick anything smaller than your, your finger it, in your I ear. I bet your that's, ears that's are a disgusting, rule. dripping with old goo. I bet they smell of Marmite. <laughs> 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 
this idea that your ears are unclean if you don't jam stuff in there and get them. All you're doing is damaging the inner ear. I mean, I'm not an audiologist or whatever you call them. I mean, obviously, if you stick stuff hard enough into your ear, you're going to damage yourself. But just a bit of cleaning, just of the outer ear, totally natural, totally normal, nothing to feel embarrassed about. Well, we'll see. The listeners will decide. Perhaps it's a Nottingham thing. Mark Shelton is from Nottingham. Well, I don't think it's just um, a Nottingham thing, is it? Most people buy cotton buds to either clean their eyes or their ears. The statement from Hartlepool boss mm-hmm. Graham Lee. Mark's had a cotton bud in his ear that's gone in too far. He's gone to the hospital, sound like the tweezers have gone in too far, and he's dizzy and can't stand I mean, that's awkward, that. that, isn't it? When usually a footballer injury, you want to be on crutches, leg in plaster, that sort of thing, you know, doing rehab. I mean, what's he, when they get him on the physio's table at Hartlepool, they're just going to be sort of stroking his ear, just kissing his ear, going... Yeah. Soon, baby. Yeah, just have a sit down. Yeah, I've got to do a bit of physio on the ear roll just to, uh, you know, get it back to fitness, you know. I think we've got to end on an email from Andy Murray. Wow. Um, so we'll put this picture on the uh, okay. CPFPL Twitter feed at Comedians mm-hmm. FPL. Uh, how's the chaps? I don't know if that's a, an autocorrect thing or okay. if that's just how he opens emails. How's the chaps? Uh, I was watching the most recent Jurassic Park film the other day, and I think the big bad guy in the film, played by Rafe Spall, looks a lot like Matt. Or he would, I'd assume, if Matt hadn't grown up in massive poverty and spent the majority of his childhood eating shit he found in his bed and crying in Dutch supermarkets. Keep up the good work, <laughs> Andrew from Ireland. Wow. Well, thank you, Andrew. And looking at that picture, I can kind of see the resemblance. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Rafe Spall's a very handsome man, a very talented man, so I'm flattered by the comparison. Um, also, a big fan of the Jurassic Park and world films. Um, probably my most watched franchise. Really? I would say the Jurassic Park slash world. Yeah, as a franchise, yeah, I watch that more than any other. Or maybe Ghostbusters. I I, I love all the new Jurassic World films. Okay, I, I don't think I've seen any of them. I gave up after two. I don't think I've seen anything oh. beyond two. Okay, so The Lost World is probably the worst mm-hmm. Jurassic Park film. Jurassic Park 3 is kind of an interesting way to do it and felt a bit lower budget, and in a way I like that. Jurassic World is a huge return to form and uh, is very, okay. very good fun. I'll check it out. Yeah, there's two or three Jurassic World films. Maybe we could watch them together. Uh, okay, what are we wearing and where are we? Track suits, just like nice, <laughs> warm, soft indoor clothes and just like sitting on the city with a bowl full of crisps. And then maybe... Oh, no. Not not and then. Oh, I did think maybe for the uh, end of... Maybe our end of season dinner, we go to a carvery again, just to, like, avenge. Oh, that's lovely. We've had a suggestion from Richard, the manager of Hakuna Juan Mata FC. Um, that we perhaps do a Lukaku's line, is it anyway, special as an end of season party where all the people who featured in Lukaku's line, is it anyway, get together for a bit of a blowout oh, to let off that's steam. That's a great idea. Yeah, very That's nice. That's a great idea. I mean, I think we've created within this show so many other shows. Like you say, um, Animal Weapon Location could be a show in itself. Yeah. Lukaku's Line is it anyway a show in itself. You know, this franchise will spawn so many others that we will ultimately have um, creative and, uh, you know, ownership of. Yeah. Um, do we need to sort of verbally copyright any of those ideas or can we sort of, as if you dropped an old chip in the street, be safe that actually nobody else wants it? Of 
all the ideas featured in this show, we have total ownership of. Don't even think about it, pal. Good luck in the upcoming uh, double game week. Somebody this week in our league is going to have an absolute belter, and it remains to be seen which are the sort of plum fixtures. There's, there's nothing that stands out. There isn't, there isn't really a sort of top four side who've got uniquely easy games. I mean, Liverpool have got Spurs, which again is, is not easy. Spurs is two games are against Liverpool and Arsenal, so it could easily be a flat week for them or an absolute monster. You'd have to look at Chelsea depressingly. Even as a Leeds fan, you'd have to admit that Wolves at home and Leeds away is probably as good as it gets. But since they can't beat Everton, which I'm fine with and I've moved on from, um, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Arsenal have Leeds and Spurs. Man City have got Newcastle and Wolves. Um, but who do you bring in for Man City, given that they've got European fixtures? It's it's a very difficult game week to get right. But if you're that person that gets it right in your league, then good luck to you. Good luck to all of you. Don't forget to keep sending us your animal weapon location suggestions. Hello at cpfpl.com. Do you know that smug tosser who was in a Leeds hotel on Saturday night? Get in touch <laughs> if it's you. No, Hello that was CPFPL. me, but there was another one. <laughs> Do you know Run, that I was near? Yes. Sorry, you're doing your like like your absolute voice when you wrap up the show. I was wrong to interrupt when you're mid flow. It's okay. We're also on can Instagram. You, can you get back into it? Or oh no, he's gone back in in a different tone. That's nice. He hasn't tried to recreate the energy. There's been a long stoppage in the game. He said, "Can you know what, guys? Let's just get back on the ball. Let's not try and get that tempo back. Let's build from the back again." No, I am gonna. No, I'm gonna try and get that tempo back. I'm gonna Are boost. You? I'm gonna boost myself up. <laughs> We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Hit us up on social media. And don't forget to get in touch with me directly at Matt Ford for those hot tips. Bye. Bye.